You're listening to 103.5 FM, the Sun Community Radio, WLSPLP, Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, and this is Homeroom with Brad Saren. Hello, good how morning, are you? welcome everyone. Uh, Brad, good to see you again. Yeah, it's, likewise. Uh, we're creeping closer to the start of the school year. I know you can always tell. So some of the you know some of the trees change and the sedum That's out right. there, and everybody's gardens gets to be a little bit pink, and all of a sudden you've got a cold night and. You can smell a little bit of that that I know forthcoming yes, fall and sir. autumn in the air. So it's uh, it's coming up. So we'll we'll be ready for it. Yes, indeed, we will be. Uh, our guest today, we'd like to welcome in Officer Jack Wilkinson, Sun Prairie Police Department. Thanks for joining us. We're uh, happy to have you here, and uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about your role in the school district. And I think. Um, you know, people who, are, who have been in the schools have probably come across you, seen you in, in schools or at events here and there. Um, maybe you could just give us some background and, and, and what your role is in, in the district and kind of as that liaison between the department and, and the district. Well, you bet. I can talk a little bit about who I am as, as a person and, and what I do as an officer within uh, the police department at Sun Prairie. I've been with the schools for about 10 years. I've been either in an elementary school or at the high school or the Prairie Phoenix Academy. Um, I'm part of the liaison program that the school district and the police department have. It's a wonderful and powerful program that I believe in wholeheartedly when it comes to the importance of what the officer is able to do, specifically with uh, relationship building and breaking down a lot of barriers not only with the student body but also with the families i can imagine that that role kind of evolves and changes a little bit you you obviously have different students different kids different families coming through in in 10 years in the district um what have been some of the things that you've you know maybe changed about what you do or or you know have have learned over those the course of that time to to kind of make your role but you know different as, as the time goes on you know to me that's the draw to the program is i'm able to interact with a new set of kids every year i'm able to learn from each of those children as to how to best handle situations not only with them but with others um, i get to interact with parents and how to work with them to let them know that as an officer at the school that their child goes to that I'm here to help them. I'm here to help their child. And that's what is important to the program, and it's what makes it a success. And, and Brad, how, do, how does the district and the, the police department, how, how do you, the, the connection uh, from, from your perspective, from the district's perspective, how does that work and how does that um, you know, build some trust and some uh, sure. connections sure. in the community there. Well, so many times when, you know, when uh, any type of student has an interaction with a police officer, so many times that interaction can be seen as negative. Uh, something happens, someone has a you know, lapse in judgment, makes a poor decision, and we've got to in, invite another entity to the table. What we are really blessed with is a, an unbelievable partnership with the police department and also the city of Sun Prairie and the city council. And in funding this relationship and what it allows us to do 
is is develop the bonds between administrative team teams the city of sun prairie our officers and most importantly with kids and families in an effort to get proactive um, lots of things happen where we've got to react to a situation and what this allows us to do is come together have a plan together and then get proactive and develop those relationships and those connections with kids to allow us to sort of head off things as they start and teach and educate kids and Jack's humble but Jack has been an unbelievable uh, just uh, you know, team member at the high school and at uh, and we have a, also a, a new um, uh, a new uh, police liaison at, at Cardinal Heights, but Officer Verhalen had served up there for a long time um, and also had worked with Prairie View and Patrick Marsh too. It just allows us to get proactive, develop the relationships, to head off things before they start uh, in an effort to create a place where kids feel comfortable, warm, safe, and dry, and where they're ready to learn. I think we'll get back to some of, some of those things in, in a little while, but you know, we talked about school starting here soon. That always means more kids, you know, <laughs> around mobilized to, for, for people to be yes. Yes. Uh, aware of and I know that's one of the things that everyone wants to talk about right now is that you know make sure when you're driving be careful uh, you know do that extra check around your around the corner for for kids that are you know especially in those yes, times that, that school is beginning or ending um, and I think that's the there. biggest stress that uh, we would love to have people here is be aware be alert be conscious of what is around you, especially in school zones, especially when you're dropping that child off because they're little. Yeah. And um, young and inexperienced. And we, we, we ask that people are aware, that people put a little bit more into what is around them when they're in a vehicle around school zones, especially at the start of the year. And I think that's, you know, you talk about school zones, obviously, but, you know, even just in the neighborhoods where there are bus stops, we see this. I mean, every morning when I'm driving past the bus stop, there's, you know, 20, 30 kids, it seems like, yes. that are either yes. there or coming to there. And so there's going to be a lot of kids crossing streets. and, and Yeah, you figure, uh, I mean, we have nearly 60 buses mm -hmm. uh, dropping off for elementary, middles, and then high school all at the same time. And kids are at bus stops and kids are... You know, walking across the street to get to bus stops, and um, and like Jack just said, you've got you know you've got flashing lights, and you've got big yellow um, you know vehicles driving around, and uh, it's sometimes it's easy in the morning just to you know you're a little tired, you're worried about you know the meeting at work that you're going to get to, you know you haven't had that full cup of coffee yet, but right. like Jack was saying, it's just really important to like tune in. And be present and be aware and just remind yourself that when you're, you know, when you're driving to work, that there's all kinds of stuff to look for. And to expand on that, um, when it comes to the bus stops, it's important that uh, people realize, like uh, Dr. Saren said, the big flashing lights. Um, that's the important part of when buses are either picking or dropping children off. Mm -hmm. It's not the stop sign arm that comes out. It's the flashing lights. And you'll see on our buses, there's two colors. You either have the yellow or the amber color, and then the red flashing light. The buses will initiate the yellow amber when they're slowing down, and that's to tell the cars around, I'm starting to stop. And what we recommend is at that point, whenever you have a bus that has ever initiated lights, no matter if it's amber or red, 
you start to slow down, you start to stop. Because once those those red lights are initiated, you cannot pass that that bus. No matter if that stop sign is out or not, as long as those lights are initiated, you have to stop for those buses. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's obviously a reason why those lights are there and are meant to get your attention, flashing and doing that thing. You know, pay attention to it. Yeah. It, may, it may take you another minute, but there's a good reason why it's going to, you know, keep our kids safe. Yep, and that's traffic both ways. That's just not passing. That's coming towards the bus from the front or from the from the back. You have to stop for those those buses when the lights are initiated. And I know sometimes it's frustrating. You're trying to get to work. There's already traffic because of Highway 151 right. being, you know, having some construction there. And then, I mean, it's, it's going to happen where a, a bus stops and there's a whole load of kids that are waiting to get on that bus. And uh, I, I know it's frustrating, and I've been there too. Take a deep breath, turn on this radio station, right. and just be patient and, and wait for those kids to get safely on the bus so they can get to school safely and learn. Yeah, they, the importance of, of getting kids to and from school safely you know, can't be overstressed, I don't think. But we also, you know, parents also want to know that their kids are safe in schools. And I know that's, that's a big you know, topic you know, whenever schools start, uh, what, you know, what do you say to those parents that, that, you know, to, you know, assure them that school safety is, you know, a, a high priority here too. I guess that's for both of you guys, really. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's what I always fall back on and what I stress to all the kids at the schools that I'm a part of is trust, trust with an adult within that building. And that can be a teacher. That could be a administrator. That could be the uh, school maintenance that could be that could be anybody anyone who who you have the ability to connect with the the children at the school are a huge part of what makes schools safe when it comes to recognizing things that just aren't right and to be able to express those things to the adults so that the adults can can respond and have an appropriate response is a huge part of what makes schools safe um, and that's that's what I emphasize to the kids that that I have interactions with at the high school. I couldn't agree more. We so we we just updated a full update of our safety plan. We've implemented Alice training, which is that training where uh, if we do have to go into some type of uh, um, some type of response because there's a threat that we have a protocol to follow. Um, uh, so we've trained, we've planned. Uh, and at this point, we also have just unbelievable communication that we've utilized a number of times throughout last year, uh, including uh, uh, some of the issues that we had last year with mold that have now been remediated. We've trained, we've planned, we've got the communication techniques. The best thing that we can give advice uh, to parents, to counsel their kids, and also to kids across, uh, across all of the 79 square miles of, of uh, geography that Sun Prairie Area School District covers is if you see something that makes you feel uncomfortable, reach out to the teacher, reach out to the custodian, reach out to your school nutrition person serving you lunch, reach out to the counselor, the social worker, the principal, the police liaison, reach out to somebody we want to know. There's always someone that is there to hear yes, the issue absolutely. The problem and to make it, you know, if they can't address it right there, they will push it to someone who can. I mm -hmm. know that's, that's always the way that the, the district has framed things, so. Good to hear. Um, you're listening to Homeroom with Brad Saren on 103.5 The Sun Community Radio, coming to you from the 103.5 The Sun Studios, underwritten by the Bank of Sun Prairie. We're here today with our guest officer, Jack Wilkinson of the Sun Prairie Police Department. 
And and Jack, I wonder, is there a typical day for you? Do you have a a, a standard kind of day? And and if so, what, what would that be? And if not, what kind of things do you uh, do you have to go through? I I can I can honestly say that no, I my days are are always an adventure, which is part of what uh, keeps me motivated when it comes to these these positions within the schools is I try to think that I have set expectations of when I walk into a school, what am I going to do? But it changes. It changes. It could be a interaction in the parking lot to the first interaction that I have when I'm walking into the, into the school to, to when I'm walking to halls to when I'm stopping in a classroom, you know, what am I going to have? What, what did that, uh, child that maybe says, oh, I'm going to have that conversation about something that happened last night or something that happened over the weekend or something that happened with a friend. It's, it's very rewarding when I see the improvement that kids have when it comes to feeling that the officer in the school in a uniform is a, is a safe, trustworthy person because that can be difficult with some children when um, a lot of their experiences or a lot of what is, is, is put in front of them isn't necessarily real positive about the law enforcement community, which is understandable. And I don't try to hold that and I don't hold that against anyone. It's about that moment that I can have with that child and the great thing about what my position allows is 90 to 95% of my interactions with the kids are positive. And I'm able to have those positive interactions. Those kids are able to see me in a positive light. They're able to form a relationship with me in a positive light. So those few times that they're under stress, they're not making their best choices, they're having days where they're struggling, they're able to fall back on the positives that we've had prior to those days. And that's, that's huge. That's big for That's big for the kid. That's big for me to, to be able to then have those interactions with their parents when I'm able to talk about all of the good things and just touch on what today is, has brought. If it's a negative, we always talk about learning in schools and that that's, you know, the, the primary function there and and that that seems to fall into that category too it's not always about you know what's in the books it's about what hap- what's happening in life and it, it seems like that f- that fits really well into just kind of this broad-based learning that I, I would imagine the district wants to wants to uh wants to have happen yeah oh, yeah. I, yeah i say thanks to the kids all the time about how they they teach me how they, they make me a, a, a better person and a better officer with the interactions that I have with them. If that's a, a, a stressful interaction or if that's a, a non-stressful interaction, both of them are, are wonderful situations for me to be able to expand on what I want to try to try to do as, as an officer within those settings. Are there any, you know, unique challenges with, with what you you're doing with in the district? I mean, I know, you know, if, policing has its unique challenges anywhere but specifically here with your work with the district what 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 comes up that really 
you know, makes you, you know, think or, you know, think outside the box in some respects of, of what, what you can do to, to help people. You know, I think a lot of where I can go with the question you just asked is what I'm able to bring to my patrol units, mm-hmm. what I'm able to do when they're maybe interacting with kids that, that I have those relationships with, with those families that I have relationships with already. And I'm able to help break down some stress levels, help break down some of those trust levels that aren't necessarily there um, with situations out in the neighborhood that the patrol units are dealing with. It's, that's how I view what I'm able to bring, um, not only to the wonderful relationships and the, the great things we do within the schools with, with teachers and, and admin teams and human service personnel, um, I'm also able to, to help my patrol in allowing for them to have a pause and let me interact with, with some parents that maybe they're not getting real good uh, moments with. Yeah, that connects the, the, the school and the community there too, it seems like. You bet. That's Absolutely. You know, you, you know, sometimes you have a, 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 a kiddo that has gone through trauma. And when kids go through trauma and uh, they're not wrapped in support of a traditional family, sometimes they make you know tough decisions. And so, our effort to have police liaisons in the schools, to really also partner with the city of Sun Prairie to develop a community schools program. We had Sarah Smith on this program yep. a couple of uh, a couple of episodes ago. Is really an effort to wrap those kids in all kinds of support in order to help those kids be successful, and so they can sort of, you know, break some of the cycles that they're in and really just grow into just unbelievably uh, solid and successful adults. Why you're mentioning an earlier program made me uh, want to mention that if you want to hear any of our earlier programs, they're all available on the district website for for downloading, for listening. Um, And we've had some great programs talking about many different kind of facets of the, of the district. And I think they're, they're, they're worth hearing if you, if you have the time. Yeah. And if you, even if you've, uh, You've got uh, your auxiliary cord in your car, and you can plug it in. It's a great podcast, honestly, too, because uh, because all of the uh, all of the episodes are recorded. Like you said, they're on our website. And if you have to you have to go from point A to point B, and you've got a little bit of time, of course, don't don't text in the car or anything like that. But queue them up as a as a podcast and listen. They're they're great episodes, especially with a police officer in the room here. Don't <laughs> yeah. don't encourage anyone to do any uh, texting here. Yeah, it's about being alert, like mm-hmm. we said, emphasizing, <laughs> yeah. making sure you're aware of what's around. Yeah, and to build off of that too, many many people in here have teen drivers in their in their households, and uh, some of us, you know, veteran drivers that have been doing it for more than twenty years, just sort of I think are in that rhythm of knowing. You know, there's yellow lights, there's red lights. I'm aware of crosswalks. You know, I'm I'm looking out for those crossing guards uh, as I'm you know driving down Main Street near Quick Trip there, and uh, just you just are aware. Some of our younger drivers just don't have some of that, you know, you know, year and annual experience that you'd have. So for parents to sit down with students, student drivers before the beginning of the school year and have the sort of the eye to eye talk to say, okay, we're getting back in. There are going to be 
you know, instances where you are driving your car to school, and whether it's, you know, the high school or dropping off a little brother at Cardinal Heights and trying to, you know, get up to the high school afterward, you just have to be aware of all of those things all at the same time. Great reminders there as we're getting to start of school. And with, with that in mind, I guess I'd ask b- both of you, what, um, in, in this context of um, safety and, and school safety and, and having in police and schools, what would you want people to know as we're going in that we haven't, we've discussed a lot of it already, but uh, you know, maybe one more thing that, that would be great to know for parents to know, even, if you're not even a parent in the district, for members of the community to know about what happens with, between police and the district as, as we're getting started here in the next few weeks. Sure. So for, for me, it's the everyday stuff. Uh, the, the police uh, have just such a huge presence at the beginning of the school year, and we've got a great relationship with them, and we're all communicating together. And it's the everyday stuff that, that really matters. We, you know, once in a while we have something that, that is more intense come up, but it's the everyday stuff that matters. The stuff like when you're dropping your kid off at Horizon, or East Side, or North Side, or West Side, or Royal Oaks, just being aware of the posted signs, pulling forward, not doing it in a way where uh, you're pulling in too fast, uh, you know, just checking, absolutely checking, triple checking when you have to, if you need to back up out of a stall. All of that stuff really matters. I would, I would just say that, uh, and the, the the city is all over the place. It's the everyday stuff that I'd really, um, that really, you know, helps us maintain just absolutely self, you know, safe environments for kids. You know, in the schools, each individual school has their traffic flow plans. And they work um, very hard to get those out to their families. Um, if there's questions, trust me, there's going to be staff out and about the right. first few few days, if not few weeks. We as a department, we're giving um, direct patrol, extra patrol, extra visibility mm-hmm. um, to the schools when... Um, kids are dropped off and then of course when school gets out so we'll have a a higher presence of of squad cars in those areas um just ask questions be aware watch what the flow is like like uh dr saren said be alert that's probably the the best advice you can close on there is be alert for Mm -hmm. for everything happening you know obviously we're you know, harping on it here at the start of the school year, but all throughout the school year. This is, you know, when you're around the school, when you're around kids, area where kids are, just take that extra minute. Yeah, absolutely. Take the extra minute. Take the time. It's worth it. Yeah. Uh, we've got some things before we get finished here, uh, things happening in the district. I know, uh, Dr. Saren, if you, you have anything you want to mention. But no, we have always got awesome things happening that's in the district right. that I like to just remind people about. We just had, well, we call it Camp Cardinal. It's really a program to uh, really... Uh, on board or welcome new teachers to the district so that way when uh, when day one starts they already have the relationships and uh, bonds formed with other teachers and their administrators so we had uh, nearly 60 teachers new to this district uh, uh, just under 30 brand new teachers and then the rest uh, teachers that are uh, that are are joining our cardinal family from other school districts and uh, if you go up to the high school you're going to just see all kinds of uh, uh, teachers that uh, we're welcoming into our district, and we're just so happy to be able to recruit just such such a pool of awesome people to the to the district. Uh, we also have our boundary task force uh, coming up at Monday's next Monday's board meeting, uh, rec- doing a rec- recommendation uh, from the boundary task force to the board uh, regarding the uh, the school boundaries. 
like to remind everybody that all of the meetings are videotaped. They're on our website, every single agenda, every single map that they considered is also on our school website. Uh, so I'd, uh, if you're interested, come to the meeting. It's on Monday night. Uh, you can see it posted on our website. Um, uh, or at any of the public uh, areas uh, here, like the, the the post office, and then uh, or you can or you can tune in. Uh, we live stream those too. Um, uh, just a couple other things. Uh, the North Concession Stand over at the high school is is just about finished. Uh, if you drive by uh, one of the two elementaries on Grand Avenue. There are sticks in the ground, and the firewall is going up. There's which a wall, is, yeah. I yeah, saw there's that a wall. Pass, which is, huh? It's encouraging. Uh, yeah, yeah, super exciting. Um, and you know, small things like we replaced windows uh, near the near the library over at Cardinal Heights. Those are those are nearly done. Um, you can um, you can also uh, you know, we had some adjustments to some of the classrooms uh, to increase our capacity for uh, personalized learning for students. So we were adjusting classrooms. Those are all nearly done too. So just exciting things happening in the district because uh, the truth is that that kids are coming and we can't wait. That's correct. And uh, just a shout out here for the Sun with the the football home opener. Friday at Ashley Field, yeah, right here on the Sun against Middleton, 7 p.m. Yeah, it's so the game of the week. It's going to be a that's going to be a game. big one. So, mm-hmm. well, good luck to the Cardinals in that one. They Indeed. got off to a good start, obviously last week. So, yes. great to see. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to wrap things up here. Our, our guest has been Officer Jack Wilkinson in the Sun Prairie Police Department. Thank you very much, Jack, and uh, good luck with everything getting going this school year and, and throughout the year. Well, thank you for letting me uh, come on in. And Dr. Saren, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yep, September 5th. It's our, it's our first day. It's a Tuesday. It's a full day for parents, so we can't wait for the kids to be here. It's going to be uh, fun, you know, getting right back into school and uh, getting that going again. So thanks for listening to Homeroom with Brad Saren on 103.5 FM, The Sun Community Radio. I'm saved by the